Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Here it is all about strategies and systems that get you to grow your business. As an entrepreneur or business leader, you need to be ahead of trends. Gain insights that really thrust your business to the next level. Each episode focuses on different aspects of designing, building, and leading companies. Without marketing, sales, innovation, or funding, you will lack the fire for growth. Without management strategies and systems, you are speeding towards failure. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I'm also working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation, and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. Hey, great that you're listening today to this episode. Now, today's topic is about the three stages to business growth. Let's face it, you've just started a business or your business has been on the market for a while. You've been doing any kind of business and it doesn't matter whether you are in the US or in Canada, Europe, any part of Europe. It's the same game, maybe different language, maybe different culture, maybe different currency. But at the end of the day, it's the same core principles that get you forward. Let's look at the three stages. Now, of course, at the beginning, when we are building a new company or a new product or service, we are more or less on the foundation level. Now, we're trying to find out who are the ideal clients for a product and what industry are. Because, of course, in certain situations, you might try out different industries, different sectors, different kind of clients, whether it's big, small, medium-class clients, corporations, or even if, let's say, you have a service that is focused on a wide variety of clients, but you have realized in order to grow, you have to have a focus on at least one to maybe three or five maximum industries. Yeah. So let's say you are in the automotive industry and yeah, you may be refurbishing or you are providing services that someone who needs a service pickup, they can get all the equipment. They can get all the, the pickup internal design structure all the equipment the tools everything and you offer the service now the problem would be if you offered for let's say 30 or 100 different kind of businesses you will have big difficulties in not only marketing it but also even ensuring that you have enough turnover enough turnover for your products your stock your all your different equipment that you need that you are going to practically stuff into that truck yeah and that's the thing you have to focus on a maximum of five ideal if you cannot focus on one to three that would be perfect nevertheless in certain situations the niches each of these niches are maybe not big enough but if you are only or maybe one of very few companies focusing on that niche then you might have an substantial advantage because there isn't much competition and that kind of market is usually called a blue ocean now a red ocean what's that 
That's, of course, a red ocean. That's where lots of competitors are fighting about a given market. And it is red because they're all throwing at clients all sorts of offers. They're going down in prices. They're increasing the service offers. They're adding more and more, taking more and more away. Eventually, the clients are simply picking and wasting the energy of all these companies. And that's why it's a red market. Now, for us, we wouldn't to really have a blue market. That's the ideal thing. A perfect blue, blue, blue market, you will not find. But maybe somewhere in between, maybe a yellowish, greenish market that turns towards blue, that would be perfect. Now, let's look at the thing. You want to grow. Of course, in the beginning, as we say, we build our foundation. We have our basic principles, what the product does. Maybe the product is even a basic product, which we will grow and add more features, more services, more options as we grow. Now, that, of course, affects as well our sales, our marketing, our customer service activities, less complex products, mean as well less complex customer service, less complex issues with maintenance, um, warranty, all sorts of all these things. Yeah, and even if we think of warranty, there's so many companies who go out there into the market and offer products or any kind of thing, and then they forget warranty. And yes, warranty, you can look at it from a legal statement. I'm looking at it from the state of mind of your client. And he sees he's using your product and expects you to fix it if it gets broken. Yeah. Of course, if the, the user, the person, the buyer is treating the product in a really nasty way, then of course it'll break. Yeah. Nothing can withstand bad behavior. And the same thing is as well with products, tools, equipment, cars, trucks, planes. Even software won't withstand bad behavior. And that's why we try to, as well, of course, educate buyers how to use the product in the best way. So that's even in a way where you can actually educate your clients how they can make more of it, how they can use it. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, the client has spent money with you and he wants to get the money back in whether it's because he's providing services or goods or other, other kind of activities to some other person and they are paying him or her, then they want, of course, to have a return of investment because they've invested money with your product, your service, and they are now using it to fulfill somebody else's investment in their products and services. That's, of course, a B2B concept. And even for a user, for consumers, it can be the same thing. Let's say you are selling suits and the person goes and buys your suit and he goes to apply for a job. If that suit was badly manufactured, maybe the recruiter might think, hmm, that's maybe not the right person I want to have because they have bad taste. It doesn't mean they have bad taste. Maybe they just uh, picked the wrong suit or being the wrong size or anything. So, of course, your sales staff has to give them the best advice what really fits to them. 
people sometimes don't really know their real size, whether it's suits, shoes, all different things. And certain sizes maybe have to be different because they are based on the human structure, human physique, maybe not comfortable. And that's the key thing. We have to find out what's the best option for our clients and advise them. Not the best option for us, the best option for the client. That means as well, you already start building a foundation towards growth because the clients, Nokus, it's all about them and not about you or me. Exactly. So we have stage number one, foundation. We have everything running. Just imagine you were building a house. We have the foundations. Now we are putting our base level. So, or let's say the entry area of the business and ground floor. That's where we actually are actually welcoming more people to buy our products and services. Here, of course, we have to ensure that we are becoming more efficient. We have to standardize everything whether it's sale processes, our management process, our kind of buying equipment, goods, material that we need to produce our products or to provide our services in the level that we need to provide. And as we grow as well in the business, of course, the quality of our products and services must increase because we are going to attract higher level of clients who are willing to pay more but they expect, of course, a higher level of quality. So it's like as if you've just started your first hotel. Maybe it's a motel. And it's really basic and simple. And people just want to drive in, park the car in front of their hotel room and sleep. Then eventually you have your two-star, your three-star hotel. Then you have maybe a pool in the back. Eventually you have your four-star hotel. You have nice breakfast and television in all rooms and, and internet and each access, and maybe you even have a bar in the lobby. Things grow and grow. And next you know, you've grown, your business is growing, you've got lots of hotels. You maybe are even a hotel chain, and you have maybe six-star hotels as well. You have two-star, five-star hotels, different brands, and all different things. But your business is growing, you add more services, loyalty programs, and so on and so on. Let's come back to the stage number two. So we are building our big retail entry area where we're going to get more clients in because we need more clients to growth, logically. So we need systems to be more efficient. And why? Because we have to hire more people. We have to hire salespeople. We have to hire marketing people production, service people, IT people, all different kind of experts, specialists, juniors, seniors, whatever. And they all need to know what to do. They need to know what we expect of them. And it's not just about writing a basic job description and that's it. We have to have a systemized business environment so that every area of the business is systemized. You can call that as well the foundation to your quality management system. Hmm? Do you know ISO 9001? Well, that could lead you towards really 
improving the way your business actually works, how you think about it. And it's not just about the paper because the key thing about these management systems is not about the paperwork. The paperwork, yes, it's something you need if you want to get a certification. But at the beginning, you start and get your systems properly in order. And a management system, a quality management system, helps you actually to start thinking about things and mapping them out and noticing as well inefficiencies, deficiencies in your organization. And you suddenly notice, wait a minute, why are we doing it this way? Makes no sense. And suddenly you talk to all your different areas in your business and you map out what it really should be, the ideal way, and suddenly everyone knows exactly what to do. Now, we live in a global way, in a digital world where we are all doing a lot of business as well online. And it doesn't mean that you have to have an e-commerce shop. You have a website, you have social media, you receive emails, you have voicemail, every kind of things. Maybe get an email with all sorts of information from the clients. Maybe they have some requirements for you to build your product, your service, what you are delivering for them. And that's the key thing. You are already processing a lot of data. And that gets us to other management systems like information security management or health and safety management systems. There are so many areas. Wait a minute. Did you think about what happens with all the stuff that you generate in your business that you no longer need? I mean, all the waste, all your printouts. You're not just chucking them in the bin and then let your competition spy on you. No, shred them, of course. The same thing, of course, with hard drives and so on. But nevertheless, there are many, many options in areas of security, of protecting as well the environment. You don't want to put all your waste into the groundwater. Eventually, you're polluting yourself as well. So all these different things create a management structure that allows your employees to be more efficient. Because the thing is, in the second stage, we want to get the maximum out of the business as it is at the moment. And this is important because if we don't have these things in place, properly structured, properly tidied up, properly lined, lean management or whatever you want to call it, then we cannot go to the third stage. And the third stage is actually expansion. And expansion means not only maybe like an example of the hotel, getting more rooms. It's about increasing the value of your business towards your clients and as well potential new clients. Now, let's face it. You have a certain niche where you have a certain kind of clients and eventually the market is never ending, but one theoretically would presume at a certain age, you can't get any more clients because you've got them all. Of course, you haven't got them all. Some don't buy. Some buy from other competitors and so on. But it means if you want to grow, you have to get another part of the market. And if you imagine the market not being as one pie, but being multiple pies, which means as you grow, you cross different levels. 
And from each level, you go into another pie and another pie. In all different levels, you gain a certain market share. That's your piece of pie or your piece of cake. And that's why that you have to wrap your mind around it. It changes the way you grow. It changes as well how you address these new clients. These new clients need something that might be totally different to what your existing clients are doing and designing. And I don't mean you're going to change completely your product, but it's about maybe changing the kind of material you provide them. They have maybe other questions, other concerns, other needs. Let's say the small company just, uh, yeah, just needs one invoice for the whole year. Maybe the other ones need two invoices. Maybe they have a different kind of system. Maybe they need electronic billing system and so on. Or your smaller clients were happy with paying by credit card. And your bigger ones, they need a proper invoice. And then they pay, uh, let's say, 30 days later, 60 days later, 90 days later. But they are paying you more than five of your smaller clients. So in the end, it, it's not about being scared that they're not going to pay you. It's about being aware that your clients have different needs and you have to address them. You cannot go and say, okay, everybody then now doesn't pay with credit card, now we do billing. No, no, one client kind or one pie in one level needs a certain thing and the other level needs something different. But at the end of the day, it's the same product, maybe with some new features that you add. That's all great. Nevertheless, focus always on understanding where you are in your growth of your business. So stage one, foundation. Stage two, opening the doors, widening your space, making things better, more efficient, more professional, more standardized. And level three is actually expanding, getting more clients in other levels of the market. Now, in the next episodes, I'll be talking more about other areas and our strategies of how you can actually not only build, design, and grow your business, but as well improve the way you are generating your return of investment for you and for your clients. So stay tuned. Wait, listen. Was the content helpful? Please share it on social media. The world is constantly changing in response to trends and events. As a leader, you need to adapt your business. Stay connected. You will find in the episode description how to gain more insights. Subscribe to my bi-weekly business secrets letter. Gain access to all updates of my ultimate guide on business growth strategies. These can be applied to your business in the US, Canada or Europe. Check it out. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Bartsch. Thank you for listening.